ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once more to After the Movie. That's the name of this podcast, not Beyond the Red Waste. Beyond the Red Waste is over. And, uh, yeah, we've been uh, taking a bit of a, I don't know if you'd call it a hiatus, but little summer break. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> we get busy, folks. We get busy. Stuff comes up. It's hard to get to the movies every week. Um, but we did get to the movies this evening. Saw something that we had uh, been planning on seeing for a while. Uh, we went and saw Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. And as is our want, we are going to uh, careen with a left turn into the trailer park. Uh, and Bob has those listed in his phone, so take it away. Uh, first up, 21 Bridges. That's the cop movie, right? With yep. Chad Mc- Chadwick Boseman? Mm-hmm. Directed by the Russo brothers? Mm-hmm. I believe we've talked about that before. We have. Skip. Blinded by the Light. Is that the Springsteen movie? Yes. I can kind of get into that. I like the boss. I am. I've never been a big Springsteen fan. I know. Um, I'm just curious, like, what sparked this like wave of uh of, of band movies? Baby boomer nostalgia. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good that, enough for me. That's all it is, Robert. I know a thing. Let's go see that movie. Uh, let's see. Onwards. It's a new Pixar, right? Yes. Looks very DreamWorks to me. Yes. It was really just kind of a little teaser, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't have that like real Pixar feel to it. Not even the animation. It looked very just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, is this, I wonder if maybe this is the first one that since Lasseter left, mm-hmm. that's maybe like fully without him. Yeah. Possible. Say what you want about the guy. I mean, homeboy knew how to make a movie. Why is it like? These awful human beings end up being so fucking talented. I don't know, Bob. I really don't know. Mel Gibson. Kanye West. Louis C.K. Fuck these guys. Yeah. Anyways. Um, the current war. Okay, here, here's the problem. And you just watched The Prestige as well, yes? <laughs> yeah, I did. I literally just did. Yeah. So, it's watching anyone portray Nikolai Tesla other than David Bowie is just just seems wrong to me. Well, and I'm I have uh his name's Nicholas Hout, right? Or Yeah, you know him from uh the recent crop of X-Men movies. Yeah. He was um he's in Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, the character's name escapes me. He's the war boy that ends up with them on the war yep. rig. Um, fuck, what is his name? That's going to drive me crazy. I don't know, Nux. but he's not doing it for me. Nux is his name. No, I don't know what accent he was attempting to do there, but it's not good, and he's also not David Bowie. So Yeah. I'm interested in a movie about that whole thing, mm-hmm. because I think it's all fascinating. Um. 
Michael Shannon is always a good time. Cumberbatch sounds like he's doing an impression of Michael Shannon with whatever he's doing <laughs> with his voice. But uh, it could be a good movie. I don't know if it's one I'd go see in the theater or one that I'd wait for it to come on like Prime or uh, Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. Then the most bizarre trailer yet for Hobbs and Shaw. Well, the sound like got weird for this. It it was. It, it was like they just they they didn't attempt to make a cohesive trailer. They well, just they, they know you're going. They just cut pieces of it. Like it started like uh, at first I was like, okay, this isn't a trailer. This is just like a sneak peek. Or something, and it was weird, but it doesn't matter. No, Jason Statham is wielding a chainsaw at some point. Uh, <laughs> Idris proclaims himself Black Superman. I I'm going to see this movie, and it's finally here next week. I cannot wait. Forty-seven meters down. I believe it's uncaged. You, re- I feel you didn't need the uncaged. Um, I, I wrote uncashed. It, it was not uncashed. No. It, it was Pretty uncashed. sure it's uncaged. It was uncaged. Um, I'd never heard of the studio before, but I'm here for the descent with sharks. <laughs> that's a great movie. You ever see the descent? No. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid flick. Nice and bleak for you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good movie. Do you know the basic premise? Um, they they go down in a cave and there's monsters or something, and then they can't get out or, yeah. It's great. I love it. I hate caves. No one likes caves, and the descent is exactly why. <laughs> there's monster down there. Be monsters. Isn't Bob. there an ice cave in Alien versus Predator? The whole thing takes place like underneath Antarctica. I've never seen it. What? <laughs> what? Are are you serious? Yeah, I've never seen it. Well, I know what our next episode is going to be. <laughs> How have you? Hobbs oh, and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but it it okay. It's not good. It's straight why, up. That's why bad. I haven't seen it. Bob, you don't understand though. <laughs> like Eric called me after he saw the Midnight Show and was like, "This has to be a joke." There, this is a joke movie. And then I rented it, and I was like, this is the greatest buddy comedy I've ever watched in my entire life. Oh, Roberts! Oh, we have to watch Alien vs. Predator! AVP, Bob! It's I, so bad! Now, why did, I, why did I not see that? But I have seen the sequel. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, that doesn't make it. I've never seen the sequel. It I was, was like, not nothing, nothing can top this. I'm good. I'm, I'm solid, guys. Thanks. Oh, man. And then our last trailer, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, the latest Quentin Tarantino flick, um, which I got no shits for. Um, I think, I mean, it's a, it's a, it just seems like one of those Hollywood nostalgia movies. It's a Tarantino movie. And it's like, eh, I just don't care. I haven't seen one, what was Django's, the seventh? I didn't see The Hateful Eight. Which was supposed to be very good. I heard it was supposed to, and I like a good Western, so that is something that I should probably check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, whatever. I also don't care too much for movies set in that time period. Late 60s, early 70s? Yeah, I mean, I just don't like the aesthetic of the time. Never did. Interesting. Um, 
And so it just it just but always. Bob, how is anyone supposed to take your opinion seriously? You've never seen Alien versus Predator. Or Goodfellas. That's that I like continually <laughs> forget about that and then you tell me again and it makes me mad again. Or Casino. That one doesn't make me as mad. Because Casino is a like a fun movie. I told you, I don't like the voiceover in that movie. There's a couple line readings in there that you're like, that was the best take. You couldn't have done that again. But uh, you you need, we, we, we will watch Goodfellas. Maybe or, we'll do that this week. Princess Bride. Yeah. I've seen it. It's a fine movie. It's, it's enjoyable. It seems like to be one of those beloved movies. It's delightful. Okay. Andre the Giant is in it. Yes. It's, it's, it's pretty good. And that's the last trailer. <clears throat> so spoilers for a movie that's been out for like three weeks that everyone has already seen. But spoilers. It crossed the billion dollar mark. Did it? It did. Oh, good for them. Disney. It's well. It's so much. Uh, it, well, it's nuts now. Is because they finally can distribute globally with far fewer restrictions. It's a little easier to get to that mark. Yeah, I mean, like if you if you catch on, you're you're golden. Um, yeah. So. Well, and the we've talked about this before. I think the. Uh, um. I don't. It's not a nostalgia factor, but the kind of um, what's the word? I'm. I can't think of words anymore, folks. I'm sorry. The um, entertainment factor, the uh, novelty factor of going to the movies overseas in certain countries, I think, still hasn't worn off for people. So it's like, oh, we'll go see whatever the fuck. Yeah. That's why Pacific Rim Uprising did very well overseas. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get that third one, Bob. Maybe we can fix what was destroyed. <coughs> Give me that romantic comedy, man. That's all I'm looking for. I I want what I want desperately <laughs> is the completely off the rails Independence Day sequel to the train wreck from two years ago. Resurgence, sir. Resurgence, sir. I think that was longer than two years ago. That's a uh, extracurricular episode that I want to do that I know I've talked to you about before. And there's no way we're ever going to do it because I'm never watching those two movies again. But the comparison of Uprising and Resurgence, sir, <laughs> because they're they're both basically the same movie, and they're both fucking terrible, and take a shit on beloved movies that we both happen to enjoy very thoroughly. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Spider-Man. Far Spider-Man from home. Far From Home. Uh, overall impressions. I liked it. It was good. I d- I'm I'm not gonna bother with the comparison to, um, to Homecoming in terms of what was better or not. Uh, because I, I tire of that. Uh, well, Homecoming was a good comparison. movie too. Yeah. Well, I I just think it's like I I want to I want to try and sh- like shy away from say oh it's not as good as Homecoming or it was better than Homecoming. I don't even know that I could have that opinion because it's been a minute since I've watched Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Like if I watched Homecoming like yesterday and then we saw this tonight, maybe there's a discussion to be had. But mm-hmm. I enjoyed Homecoming when we saw it. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I think Tom Holland is he's a perfect Spider-Man. He's perfect. It, it's you can he does awkward so well in a charming way, mm-hmm. right? In um, the way Spider-Man should be. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, Toby Maguire was pretty good at awkward. Tom Holland's better. Yes. I have great love in my heart for Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. I saw that movie like 
four times the first week it came out. Mm-hmm. I dig the shit out of that movie. But I do think these newer movies, these two specifically, have been better than those. Because I can never forgive that trilogy for Spider-Man 3. <clears throat> that was rough. That was a rough sit, Robert. But, um, no, I liked that they touched on... Actually, that student video at the beginning of the movie is... Is so great. Is brilliant. Right down to the uh, the boom mic coming in the shot. <laughs> the shitty chroma key. You could see the green on the people's faces. And the Getty Images, like, <laughs> watermark on that photo. I was like, oh, the struggle is real. That's beautiful. Um, but, um, um... The doves. And Bob had the point of how much do you think uh, Mr. Robert Downey Jr. made just from his likeness being used in this movie. <laughs> um, but no, I thought it was it, it bridged the gap well. I still don't understand. Well, maybe as like a coda to everything that's happened so mm-hmm. far. What they're calling it the inf- I was reading about it today, the Infinity Saga, maybe the first three phases. Phase three, yeah. No, the first three phases. Yeah. is what they're calling it. Oh, yeah. The Infinity Saga? I think that's what I read. It's the Infinity something. Okay. It's I not, mean, I'll go with that. It's not critical. We'll say Saga. I, I could be proven wrong. But, um, yeah, just kind of a nice little, like, period on the end of that. Because yeah. I, at first when they said that, I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. No, Endgame was the end of Phase 3. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I see how this kind of you're you're showing how people are reintegrating into society. You know, some of the the aftermath of what may have happened. Well, um, and I and th- the whole premise of the villain, and you know, Mysterio's the villain. Just just from get. just from just from jump, and that's it's fine, it's fine. But the the overall kind of people are gonna believe anything because crazy shit has happened leading to a brilliant cameo at the end of the movie um because you can't recast that role no you you can't can't. it has to be him because he was perfect so they brought back jk simmons as uh jane jonah jameson and oh and he's got an oscar now that's what makes it even better (laughs) (laughs) so i like to think he just really likes to play that character so he's like, oh, yeah, I'll come back. The fuck oh, do yeah. I care? Oh, yeah, let's do this. Oh, yeah. Um, And he's played as kind of a... He's only... He's in the... Uh, uh, it's the mid-sequence. The mid-credits, right? It's the mid-credits, yeah. It, it's more of an Alex Jonesy type of ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Which would totally take hold after something like... Th- they're calling it the blip happened. The blip. Um... The folks vanishing and then yeah and then coming back so uh, I I think I think what really works well with this movie and 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 being able to say that it fits into phase three rather than phase four is this kind of whole the you know there's a bit of a theme in this movie of I just want things to be the way they were I want things to go back to normal and they can't and they can, no you can never go back after something like that. Right. It's just not possible. Um, and, you know, th- thematically, you know, it, it kind of, uh, well, first of all, themes are for eighth grade book reports. Um, 
But those fucking cowards. <laughs> it was just Comic Con, and those I I don't I not a big fan of this word, but those fucking pussies. Don't go to their own fucking panel, but leave the actors out there to get eaten alive by these ravenous fans. Cowards. Cowards, I say. I have enjoyed Seth Rogen going in on them. Um, oh, yeah, look it up. It's great. <laughs> Is he staring into him on Twitter? Uh, it's it's great. Look up. Look but it you up. can't just like throw that out there and then not talk about it. He's been like answering their questions for them. Oh, stop it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, but no, so like, uh, the, so it, 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 it works so well with Spider-Man because well, he's a kid. He's a kid. Um, so the whole world is dealing with trying to go back to normal and they can't. Um, and Peter is dealing with, trying to be a normal kid when he can't because he's been gifted these powers. Um, Which has honestly always been like what's so appealing about Spider-Man. Right. Is that he's young, he has godlike powers, and it's, it's okay, balance your life, figure it out, you know? Yeah. So it really made sense to kind of to do it with Spider-Man for this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know... They they did and they made a fun movie. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was having a blast. He's a delight, isn't he? He is a handsome man. <laughs> I appreciate the beard, like Mr. Gyllenhaal. Thank you. I know you like beards. I'm a big fan of beards. Um, but yeah, no, you're sitting there. You're like, can we do? Can we have like Jake Gyllenhaal? It's like a real hero. Because he can do it. Well, it was fun to watch him oscillate between that. There's that scene in the bar where he's like, all right, get me out of this fucking outfit. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Janet steaming the cloak was pretty great. <laughs> um, yes, I need the cloak, Janet. <laughs> the cloak is integral to the plan. I'm going to be shaking hands with the queen in two hours. Um, well, and he's in a even at the end. I mean, the Mysterio costume itself is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but it's it's pretty cool. But then, like at the end, he's dressed as like a, a, a Metal Gear Solid Three villain, and, and you're just like, this is ridiculous. But he, he's he's pulling it off, which I appreciated. What I think is um, one of the best parts of the whole thing is the when he's talking about the inner dimensions, and he's like. This is Earth 863. I'm from Earth 661. I was like, you pulled that. One, they pulled that straight from Rick and Morty. There's no way they didn't pull that straight from Rick and Morty. Two, why would there be numbers? Well, maybe he was studying them and he's numbered them. Why wouldn't he number his own number one? Because he's not, like, a douchebag. Repeat to yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. relax. Um, but no, I thought he did a, an excellent job um, in both kind of that. And again, as soon as he walks on screen, you're like, oh, well. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've, you've seen a movie before, and if you have any, even a vague knowledge of comics, you know Mysterio is a bad guy. Which is fine. Yeah. It's fine. But that's the whole thing. Like, I, I really don't like when people go into a movie 
and they're like oh well obviously well it's like because you've seen a movie before right okay like did they like do the thing okay because you, you knew of course you knew yeah well and that's why like it's kind of nice when it is a little obvious and they're not trying to pretend trying to put one over on you like Khan isn't in the movie uh the facts that that and that fuck that second like fucking Star Trek reboot movie that movie was fucking terrible it was not good but don't be an asshole we all know he's Khan we're not fucking stupid it's the second movie and you guys are are don't think any deeper than surface level of course it's Khan of course it's Khan <laughs> Like, just stop. All right? So, yeah. And sure, it's it's easy to figure out, of course, but who cares? That's kind of my thing, right? I mean, now, if we didn't enjoy the movie, I have a feeling it's the kind of thing we would be picking apart. Yeah. Which is something we've talked about as well. If yeah. you entertain us, if you keep us amused for your two hours, I'm fine. I don't care. I mean, I think... <sighs> It's hard with comic movies, though, because of all the pre-established material. And, right. Like, if you you know anything about... Know anything about anything. You know, okay, you're there's no way you don't think Mysterio is going to be the villain. Um, you know, occasionally you could end up in, a like, a Batman scenario um, where um, you're getting um, Harvey before Two-Face... And you got him for a while. That's a possibility, and not in a movie, but they've done it on the show. Where, um, oh, in Batman the Animated Series, yeah. you had Harvey Dent as an actual character before, before he became a villain, right? And then they did an amazing two-part episode because um, that show is fucking awesome. Yeah, Sam and I had a good conversation about how that is really the. Um, That's the definitive Batman. The for only our Batman that really matters. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the Nolan trilogy is is glorious, but no. If you're going to ask me, you know, what's your definitive Batman, I'm always going to come at you with the animated series. Yes, every time. At least the first couple seasons. Once they started getting a little, like, what was it, The Adventures of Batman and Robin? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like... Here's a question for you. Here's an answer for you. Did you suspect something off about Nick Fury? The fact that he didn't clue in to it all being bullshit, I thought was slightly suspect. But it wasn't anything where I was like, oh, it's Ben Mendelsohn from from fucking uh, Captain Marvel. Like, I didn't, I didn't, that didn't cross my mind at all. I was just like, oh, he's being movie stupid. Okay. <laughs> I, I f- felt um pretty much from the first time he was on screen there was something not he was acting off off like this isn't like nick fury mm-hmm. like he fury's not very shouty um well and there was a lot more kind of swearing yeah than you normally get yeah which i was just kind of, i just kind of chalked that up to like oh okay we're just well yeah it's samuel jackson and we're just doing that with samuel I th- jackson. well i th- or i thought it was like okay this is just this is what that director 
Right, is, is asking is for. asking for and is going for, but and it's just grossly mischaracterizing how Nick Fury is. So right, that's cool, whatever. Um, so I did kind of like that. I, I like when that happened at the end. At the was at the, that's the very end at the that's, end of the yeah. credits. Right, you find out Nick Fury and, um, is it Maria Hill? Yeah, are both uh, scrolls. Yeah, Talos and his wife from uh, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Well, and it also makes a, a lot more sense why he gets defensive when Spider-Man says uh, Captain Marvel. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What did, what did he say? Don't you invoke her name or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like it's it was kind of cool that they paid that off. Yeah. Even though I wasn't expecting it at all. Yeah. It was, it was, that was a neat little thing. It does ask beg the question um, throughout the movie, uh, are there periods where is does aside from the end credits, does real Nick Fury ever show? I'm pretty sure no. No. Not if he's in space. In space. In space. But then also when is there, is every time Nick Fury, is there any, what other times when Nick Fury's on screen, is it Mysterio projecting him versus not? Well, right after they like capture Mysterio, it's obviously Mysterio. Mm-hmm. But I think in the building, it was actually Talos as Nick Fury. Because we see him get shot, right? And actually fly against the wall. Wait, w- w- which point? When they're in Berlin. Okay, yep. Nick picks him up and takes him there. So you think that's Talos? Yes. In the grand scheme, it doesn't really matter. I do appreciate that the folks who uh, uh, made this movie had watched Spider-Verse. And we're like, we're going to grab a little of that flavor and uh, <laughs> spice up our movie just a smidge. I really, really dug um, the moments in the movie where um, Peter knows he's in the simulation um, and the way they portrayed that. Like mm-hmm. the CG I thought was, I mean, it was cartoony, but. But for with like purpose, right. it felt like, right? Yeah. They weren't going for, you know uber realistic so because you know it's a fantasy sequence right and i liked those i thought those were done really well yeah it was interesting and just kind of you know watching peter go through fuck you know tony kind of left it all on my shoulders i've got to deal with this now right and the glasses Oh, but enjoyable. I really liked it. How did you feel about the stuff with MJ? Oh, I liked it. I thought it was very sort of like, they're both awkward, weird people. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. I liked that she wasn't like, I can't believe you wouldn't tell me that you were spider. She's like, no, yeah, I figured it out, whatever. It wasn't like a thing. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, And I mean, they're they're supposed to be teenagers, so of course they're going to be weird about... Everything convinced, like, oh yeah, yeah no, I wasn't gonna say anything. I didn't like you, you know. It's I, I, that read very real to me. Yeah, it, it was good. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, and I liked that it was just 
there wasn't any bullshit like I can't you know because you used to get that a lot the I can't believe you lied to me and do we have to do this no fuck that the whole exchange on the bridge was great oh yeah I am Spider-Man <laughs> I go fuck. yes I am okay let's take care of this I love the friend <laughs> the chubby friend he's a delight the summer the the fling romance with the girl it starts standing it's a nice you know it, it could be just kind of a eh, character but mm-hmm. I find him delightful same thing with Flash Thompson he's delightful as well yeah do you not agree hmm. he's alright I, I get a kick out of him. Because he's just such a douche in such a millennial way. It's great. It was great seeing him get, you know, hit with in the dick. Well, I mean, that's what his character is there for. It makes me want to be a better person. What up, dickbag? <laughs> <laughs> he winked at him, though. He likes him. It's just his way of being like, whatever. <laughs> They're buddies. Uh, the two teachers are great. Well, anytime you get JB Smooth in a, anywhere, <laughs> I'm 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 pleased. I'm gonna be cool teacher right now. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be charged my mitzvah. Um, <laughs> I gotta show you that episode of Curve. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I've had three bar mitzvahs. <laughs> gotta recharge your mitzvah. Uh, Martin Starr is delightful, as always. Mm-hmm. Um. No, it's just cool to have a, a a movie with the periph characters well casted, well acted, and very kind of rounded. Yeah. You know? So they are actually like people instead of just, oh, you're just there to be there. Right. You know? Like you don't have to get anybody like... Well, they feel part of the movie. Well, it rounds out the universe, yeah, right? You know. you know, and yeah, whatever. It's Peter Parker's fucking teacher. Who cares? But... It's like, oh, well, that's like a guy. He's doing a thing. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. So, I, I, it's impossible to talk about a Marvel movie without talking about um, the implications it has. The implication? The implication. Of course, like I would never do anything. I feel like you're hurting these women. I, I, I don't I don't understand. I, I don't. Uh, I don't. Um, the implications for the grander universe. Well, right, and I think you you kind of see Nick Fury's doing something with the scrolls out in space. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a a rise in, uh, um, and maybe not a rise, but just with Spider Man, you've got. You know, crazy radio host believing whatever is told to him because mm-hmm. it's outlandish and insane. But what just happened is outlandish and insane. So yeah. people are more willing to believe that shit. Well, and, you know, looking at the next one, you could reasonably see, like, people saying, you know, Spider Man did it or he didn't do it. You know, it was a frame. It was, it was, but that's how it is kind of in the comics. Not everybody believes the Daily Bugle. It's everybody kind of has their own opinion on him. But, um, 
you know, revealing his identity, there's really no way to go back from that. No. No, there is not. Um, and I can't say I'm surprised that they did it, because they did do it in the comics during the first Civil War event, like, a long fucking time ago now. Um... But no, it just adds like another layer of like complication. Like you want this regular life, and it's just never gonna happen for you, buddy. Right. Well, and now people know who you are. That has grander implications for everyone you know and love as well. So exactly, and it does. It does make me wonder what they're gonna do with it, um, because it on from one side, you know, everyone knew who Tony Stark was. You know, Iron Man was not exactly a secret identity. Well, no. Um, at the beginning of the first movie, he... It flat out says right, it. I am Iron Man. Uh-huh. Um, so it's not that you can't live without it. I mean, Tony with, Stark was also a hajillionaire who had, you know, protections and shit in place. Peter Parker lives in an apartment with his aunt. Well, see, that's what's interesting to me, because I feel like... You know, you could, you know, Happy and Pepper could just have all the resources. I mean, at this point, you kind of have to step in, right? Right. Um, That's the only way he could reasonably continue. And I was talking with uh, Sam about um, Peter, um, and he's like, remember, there's a lot more industries that haven't been shown in this universe yet. You know, we haven't talked about Osborne yet at all. Which I'm kind of very okay with. I'm okay with it, too. I mean, obviously, it's going to probably in the next movie. You would guess at some point you're going to get Oscorp, but you... I'm, I'm very happy we've avoided that mm-hmm. because I just felt it's been... That ground has been trod. Yep. You know, so it's like, let's let's give that a break. Yep. Yeah. Um, but also, it's like we shouldn't have done the Joker again for like a while. For a while. For a while. Just we can get we'll do it again eventually, but for right now we're gonna we're gonna what, hold off. What villain do you think is next though? <sighs> I mean, now that you've said you know, like Green Goblin and Hobgoblin, I mean you got Doc Ock. You do have Doc Ock, but Doc Ock was also done very well. And there's there's a fuck ton of Spider-Man films. Oh yeah, there's tons. Um, Though I think you already did. Um, what's the the name of the Doctor who transforms into the the lizard dude? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, but that's an option, though I think they did that in the f- first Amazing Spider-Man. I haven't seen either of those movies. They've done Electro. Mm-hmm. I think Sandman kind of deserves his own movie, because that was just... Yeah, that was a lot. That third Spider-Man. Way too much going on. Could see Venom. Mr. Hardy. You need to watch that, too. I heard it was okay. I, I heard it's it's enjoyable because it's goofy as fuck. 
Uh, anyways, I, I I lost my train of thought. At a certain point um, in the comics, there is a Parker Industries. Mm, interesting. Um, and uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, what I was thinking is, you know, they could if this is since he's outed, they par- uh, Peter could get more heavily involved in Stark Industries. I mean, you kind of they they almost kind of set it up a little bit as he's sitting there in a jet working with that all whole, of that Stark tech. That whole scene was really kind of him accepting the mantle of Tony Stark. Right. So I mean, they could do something with that. Mm-hmm. It would make sense. That would be kind of the next logical step. Mm-hmm. But then is well, and then you have the Avengers still to think about. Yeah. Because I don't know that I would ever have him be the leader of the Avengers. I think with Captain Marvel existing in your universe now, it's kind of got to be her. You would think so. I'm not convinced it will be. I don't know. Um, just because of the way they played her in Endgame. Um, but you would think. But, I mean, the Avengers are very much... I, I mean, even though they are all over the place, they're very much Earth-based. For the most part. Right. And, you know, they made it pretty clear in the end of Captain Marvel and in Endgame that Carol is off everywhere. Right. Not focused on Earth. Yeah, she's doing her thing. So, um, you know, I could see... I don't see Peter as, you know, leader of the Avengers, at least not until he's much older. But, I mean, you've got Black Panther up in the mix. Yep. You've got... Uh, who else is still on Earth? Um, the Hulk is fucking around. you got Doctor Strange. Um, I know I'm forgetting people, but there are options. Hawkeye's still here. I think he's getting a show on Disney+. Plus. He is getting a show. So are... Um, Bucky and Falcon. Yeah. Captain. Which could be fun. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to subscribe to a new... No, if I, there's I don't like a, a free month or something, maybe check it out. Poke the head in, but there's too many streaming services. I can't. I just, no. I, I can't. I'll just start buying stuff on like Blu-ray again, because it's just like it's too much. It's way too much. And I, I, it, it was already too much just with movies, mm-hmm. right? Like you're getting you're getting two or three Marvel movies every year. And that was a lot. Yes. There's other television I want to watch. I want to consume content that is not just superheroes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Disney Plus, it doesn't really appeal to me. And I think, you know, that it's there are definitely good things that you can do with television, but... The writing in the MCU has never been so good that I would be like, yes, I want to watch TV. Because there's, there, when you go to television, there's that trade-off where they get to tell a more long-form story, but they don't have the effects that the go with it. The cash for the effects. Yeah, and all that fun jazz. But you can still do a lot. You can. With a television show. You just need to be smart about what you do. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah. But. 
You think we're about done? I think we're about done. It's a little late and it's a school night. But Roberts, he knows exactly what I'm going to ask him because his this, face his face just fell. This one's easy. Where does this fall? This is a coney. I was going to say. I figured. There was no way this wasn't going to be a coney. <laughs> Even though most of it took place in Europe. Um, would you, Which actually raises an interesting question. How did you feel about a Spider-Man movie that did not take place in New York. It didn't really bother me. No? No. I was cool with it. It just doesn't feel right. I mean, it is a little off, you know, but that didn't bother me. I still enjoyed it. It was fun. And that's all I think you can really ask of these movies at this point. Keep me entertained for a couple hours. Be mm-hmm. fun and I'm I'm solid. How do you feel about um, moving forward with the MCU and going into phase four? I think they need to slow play it. Don't rush into something enormous again. You need to take the same time you took with these first three phases to rebuild your team. Uh, You need a a new kind of long-form villain that's going to be believable enough to necessitate Mm team-ups. And just slow play it. Just keep make. Just keep you know doing what you're doing. Try and find some new ways to make shit interesting. And you know, if you are going to introduce some more characters, I'd rather them do it the way they did with Spider-Man, where it's we know the origin story. We mm-hmm. don't need to do that again. Thank you. Who do you think the next big battle be? I have no idea. I mean, you've got the X-Men coming into play now. It would be really cool to see Magneto kind of step it up and be like something of importance um i don't know if they're bringing fantastic four back up in the mix i've heard they are so dr doom dr. which would be doom. a blast cast danny devito would be amazing uh, i did want to talk about that we've been saying that into the ether for a long time on this show <laughs> and he is in that new jumanji movie he is in that. New i jumanji like to think movie. that is because of us <laughs> cast danny devito in everything um, um, Galactus is possible. And hopefully done, like, in a way that isn't fucking stupid. It's just a big cloud. Oh, my God. Those Have you seen those Fantastic Four movies? Unfortunately. They're dog shit. I actually, I didn't, I didn't watch all of Rise of the Silver Surfer. I don't know that I got through the whole thing, but, yeah, I, I started it, and it was just like, wow, sure. Mm-hmm. But you it, now that you're bringing those those back into the fold, as shitty as it is that you know Disney bought Fox. I mean, you have options for yeah. your next big bad, because mm-hmm. those are the ones you think of. Because who who else? I know. Yeah, there's not really anybody else. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, Norman Osborn. He gets to be kind of like. Yeah, but that's the thing with. I mean, aside from Doctor Doom, all of the human villains never rise to really that like that Thanos level of you know the intergalactic. Doctor Doom's got like some. Uh, is it just like he's got the Doom bots, but then he's got some like he's got some magical powers up in the mix, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. Something like yeah. Uh. And I've never, I never, I, I mean, I've never been a big Fantastic Four person. It's uh, never really my uh, jam or my jelly, but you know. Mm-hmm. So especially after those movies. Oof. And you cast Michael Chiklis 
Ken Michael Chiklis is the thing. That was good casting. Could <laughs> you ruined it? Could we um bring back what's his face as to be the Human Torch? <laughs> Now we know you're no, done with no, Cap. No one talks about it you at know, all. We know you're done with Cap, but however, Bob, you know who you would cast as the Human Torch? Charlie Day, obviously. Like, just the the, the Fantastic Four, the gang. Why are we even having this discussion? Then Dennis could be Doctor Doom. Boom. There's your movie. So, obviously, Frank is the thing. Oh, I was going to say... Mac is the thing. Mac is the thing. Mm. Because he has the mass. Uh, He's accumulating body mass, Bob. Mm. No, Frank would be... uh, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Mm, Okay. (laughs) It should be done, Robert. And it would be delightful. You know it would be. The dentist system. <laughs> Search your feelings. You know it to be true. <laughs> and if you are going to shoot another superhero movie in fucking Philadelphia, one, I need to see Gritty. And two, I, I need at least a Patties in the background. Doesn't have to be the Patties, but I need Patties. I'm looking at you fucking Shazam. <laughs> All right, it is a school night, and it is late, and I am ready for bed. So, thank you, as always, for listening, dear listeners. Uh, go check out com. We have a battery of podcasts there for your listening enjoyment. You can follow us on Twitter at AfterTheMovie or at Oof. That is a different show I do. Yes. At, uh, uh, what is the name of the Team Puma Knife? There it is, at Team Puma Knife. Uh, I am also on Twitter, at Lady Near the Lake. Bob is on. He changed his handle recently, which is super annoying. Yes. What is your handle now? At Uller Rides. There you go. You can ask him what the fuck that means. He'd be very happy to uh, share of that with you. Because <laughs> he's a ridiculous human being. I well, I'm just trying to keep everyone on their toes. It's good. I'm glad. I'm mm-hmm. glad for you. So again, thank you for listening, folks, and we will uh, talk to you next week when we chat about Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Don't act like you're not excited. Jacked as fuck for that movie. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be great. Gonna be, oh, and if it's not, oh, disappointment of the century. There's no way it's not going to be great. No, it's going to be great. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll chat with you next time. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>